Well, 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 party people, what's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Help Myself Podcast. You know who it is. It's your host, John M. Singletary Sr. And I got to put that senior in there because I got my junior, A.K.L.J., my co-pilot. And he's back there in his room getting into stuff. You know how that goes. And speaking of getting into stuff, this week I want to get into some stuff. Y'all all right with that? Hey, you know what it is. I can't help myself. I've got to inspire. I've got to encourage. I've got to empower. But I can help myself by being the absolute best version of myself. And I certainly believe that you can too. So let's get after it. Right, all right, man. We are back in full effect, and I told you we about to get into something, huh? So you know I've been uh, playing me a little background music in here because I've got a lot of background noise going on today, and I love it. I think LJ, when he sees me really, really getting into my topic, you know, just to check the degree of difficulty, he'll come and he'll mess with me. A little bit because he's always laughing when he does it. (laughs) Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I'm going to ask a favor of you. Your boy got a website now. Listen, the takeover is in full effect. And that is two times in one episode that I have used the sadly outdated term in full effect. That's time number three. But yeah, man, the takeover, man. We 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 full-fledged in, in takeover mode. So go check out my website. It is the help myself podcast.com. Real simple. The help myself podcast.com. Go on there and check it out. You know, it'll take you to all of last season's episodes. Um, it'll allow you to uh, link to purchase my book, which is called The Journey from Fear to Abundant Faith. Links you up to all of my socials, my personal socials, and the Help Myself podcast social. So you can get on there and check out the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the Help Myself podcast. But also, go in and sign up, subscribe for exclusive emails from none other than me. (laughs) We're going to be doing some big stuff for my VIPs. So... I'm going to ask that you would sign up because there's going to be certain things going on with the Help Myself podcast, certain things that I want to do with you, certain things that I'll be wanting to do for you just to say thank you. And if you are not subscribed, you are not in the end club. So I'm excited about that. And so, you know, I remember when, well, I don't remember exactly when, but I know not too, too long ago, a couple of years at least. You know, Facebook started doing the the memory thing, right? So, you know, you get these memories. Well, now with these updates with these phones, you know, every once in a while I'll open my phone up and it'll take me through some memories. And, and it's taken me through some very interesting memories. And so the other day, 
uh, my phone took me back on a journey. It was right around the time when we were just getting to Illinois from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, Martika had just recently passed, you know, the funeral and uh, and all of that other stuff, and uh, which was, was a lot of other stuff. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll get on the podcast and I will tell that story. But today is not that day. But um, you know, we had hand, wrapped up all the loose ends, so. Now we're up in Illinois. Shout out to O'Fallon, Illinois, which was my home for a good five and a half years. And uh, so we get there. And one of my dear friends, Sherry, um, she uh, she wanted me to meet her cousin because her cousin uh, had a son that was autistic. And uh, her son was uh, in his mid-20s. I, th- I think he was about 26. I'm not going to say his name because I don't even have permission to be, you know, talking about them like that, you know, so I'm not going to put his name out there. But, um, you know, just a good opportunity to meet her and her husband and kind of talk about, you know, some of the things uh, that they had experienced, get some advice, share stories, man. It was very helpful. So many resources, so many things that she shared with me that have helped me and LJ along our journey, even to this day. But there was one huge thing that she shared with me that I kept. And man, I'm, this, this is going to go with me for the rest of my life. So she talked about how she has to continually let her son know that it is okay for him to notify her when he's in pain or when he is hurting. This is what she said. She said, because... If you don't constantly remind him to let them know that he's in pain so that they can do something about it, he will get used to being in pain and he will normalize it. He will feel like it is just normal for him to be in pain. And I tell you what, that's... um, you know, that's something I took with me. I felt it was important because LJ seems to have a, a high tolerance for pain, you know, so I got to be making sure sometimes I got to do my checks. Hey, man, you feeling good? I know you smiling and you handling it like a big boy, but, you know, I got to make sure you're not in pain or something that we can remedy or alleviate. But I thought about that just as humans on our journey. And there is a group of us that have gotten into points, places, and positions in our path where we normalize pain. We normalize it. We we just say to ourselves, it's always going to hurt and it's okay to hurt. And that is not true. Like you, you've been through things or going through things or feeling a certain kind of way and allowing yourselves to be treated or talked to certain kind of ways or feeling these things and just thinking that this is just normal. Let me tell you something. It is so liberating to realize that you ain't got to walk around in this life in pain, that you can go get help, that you can, you know, there's so many things that you can do. I myself am a huge advocate of therapy I'm a huge advocate. I make the joke, you know, I got to start my day with the triple M's, you know. I got to start, you know, I got to start with my meditation. 
I got to start with my motivation. And then uh, I forgot the third M. It'll come back to me. I ain't going to stop. I thought I told you that we don't stop. Uh-uh, but, you know, I got to I gotta get up and be in that place. Ah, there's a third M, manifestation. So meditation, manifestation, motivation. Look, at, I told you I was going to remember. I'm getting older, but I ain't that old. <laughs> but, you know, positive thinking and, and goal setting and therapy and health, whether it be mental, spiritual, and physical health, um, working, you know, it was funny. You know, I sat around thinking that... Um, I had to be in dire straits financially, you know, and I used to kind of feel some kind of way because there's other people that was basically at the same level of life and level of their career. And it just felt like they were doing better than me. And I realized, you know, there's some steps that I need to take, especially when, you know, LJ became, you know, my solo uh, responsibility. I was like, you know, you know, I, I can't, I can't be walking on the edge and I'm responsible for both of us. And, you know, just all of these ways, don't normalize being in pain. Don't normalize being in a bad place. You are worth healing. Get some healing, get some help, help yourself. (laughs) Listen, uh, we normalize pain. What's another thing we do? We never give ourselves time served for struggle. And this is something that I've dealt with for so long. You know, you listen to people talk about a process or when you're going into something, oh, it's going to be hard when you start. You're going to have to suffer. You're going to have to go through long nights and, you know, sleeplessness. And sometimes you got to sacrifice and all of this, that, and the other. It's going to test you. It's going to pressure. It's going to this, that, and the third. And every time I hear that, I always, you know, clench and, and get ready like I ain't never been through nothing. Like I ain't been through struggle. Like I ain't had sleepless nights. Like I ain't felt that pain. Like I ain't had to sacrifice nothing. You know, I got to give myself credit for time served. I've been in the struggle for a minute. You know, like, you know, I think about what I've been doing with my life, my passions, you know, speaking, you know, coming up this October, what is this, 2001? This is going to be 25 years that I've been a public speaker. You know, like, I didn't just wake up yesterday and start doing this. Uh, My book came out in 2017, and it was a collection of writings that I had started in 2006. Like, I've been doing this. You know, I've been out here trying to motivate, inspire, encourage, empower. Like, this has been what my life has been revolving around. This is my purpose. It's been my purpose. I've just been on this process and sometimes you got to give yourself credit for time served. You ain't got to start over. <laughs> we built to succeed through this struggle. You hear me? We are built to succeed through this struggle. I'm not going to allow, you know, myself to talk myself down from all the great things in life that I deserve. You know, I'm not going to talk myself down from all of the things that it's possible for me to do. It's limitless if I believe it. You just got to put in the work. You got to put in the work. We got to normalize being healthy, recognize our pain. You know, don't, don't sit around here and let ourselves be hurt and be in a state because we're scared to say it. 
you know, it's amazing. You know, sometimes you'll just find yourself just talking because you think that's what the other person want to hear. But when you are surrounded by people that are really concerned about your well-being, that's the time to be honest. I don't like where I am right now. I don't like some of the things that I'm going through. I'm not okay, but I'm going to be okay. And as you know, you get your circle, you get your community, you get your people around you. Y'all can be okay as a team. And I've, I've had to learn this and I've had to work on this. I've had to recognize that, hey, man, my grind ain't just starting. I've been grinding. But yet I'm going to succeed through this. It's been so much that's happened to me in my life and in my career that that was setbacks, you know, that could have destroyed me, that I could have quit. But I didn't quit because I ain't built like that. I ain't built to stop because it's hard. Matter of fact, that lets me know that I'm doing something right because it's hard. You know, but no matter how hard it got, I find myself in a situation where I keep overcoming it. And, and that's how I'm feeling about this. You know, I was I was on the phone with someone near and dear to my heart, and he's going to be on the podcast. None other than Jay Wild, who, uh, who has a lot to do with why this podcast exists. And he gives us our theme song. But, uh, you know, we're just talking about all the things that you're going through and you've been through and how they built us up on the journey, man. I'm built to succeed because I ain't failed yet. I ain't, you know, I failed. Let me, <laughs> I ain't, I haven't stopped yet. I failed a lot, but I ain't stopped yet. All the stuff that I look back on that I thought at the time was going to destroy me, it didn't destroy me. You know how I know? Because I'm still here. You still here. You were built for success. So normalize recognizing your pain and doing something about it. Don't normalize being in pain. Give yourself time served for your struggle and recognize that you built for this. You ain't got to accept less when you can go out and get more. F yo couch, F yo couch, F yo couch. <laughs> and really, that's really just simple. I mean, it, it can it can take uh, or it can speak to motion mentally, or it can speak speak to motion physically. But F yo couch, get out your comfort zone. And since it is February. I cannot come on here in the month of February and not talk about Black History Month. And shame on the school in Utah. Matter of fact, really close to the Air Force Base out there, North Ogden, Utah, about 45 minutes north of Salt Lake City, that allowed some parents to opt out of Black History curriculum. Like that's a thing. <laughs> Who would be offended by black history? Because black history is American history. Um, but I want to talk about black history, the importance of it. And a lot of people get it mixed up. You know, here's one of the classic arguments to black history or anything when we're talking about black as a culture or pride. Well, if I said white history or white culture or white pride, 
you know, I'd be racist. Well, understand this. I'm not here to discuss what is or what is not racist. That's not the discussion for today. We'll get to that, but that's not our discussion for today. Understand that black culture was created because we were separated from our origin culture. And so my history only goes back as far as my slave master. Singletary is not the name of my people that originated my bloodline that goes all the way back into perpetuity. Singletary is the name of the family that owned my people. And so to take that understanding, uh, you recognize that there's a big part of my lineage and my history that is missing. And so in an attempt to fill the void by not having a history, not having a culture that you could identify and recognize a people that you could go back and say my great 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 grandparents you know can't go back that far because it was taken from us during the slave trade and so when we talk about black culture and black history it's us creating a culture that doesn't exist because our lineage was cut off through the slave trade intentionally by the way and let's talk about that uh, when, when you talk about uh, black history, started off as Black History Week, and then was it, or Negro History Week, and then it was expanded into Black History Month in February, iron, ironically the shortest month of the year, but that's neither here nor there. It's not time to be petty, but it's important because black history is the history of the United States. And so it's important to understand the people that contributed to making this nation great as it is. And we don't need to continue to have movies like Hidden Figures that show us that there uh, were more people than what's been advertised that created a lot of the amazing things that we enjoy today. You know, we give Thomas Edison all this credit when Lewis Latimer actually created the filament that allowed his bulb to actually stay you know, lit and illuminated. And, you know, there's story after story of people who intentionally were not given credit for their contributions to this society. So black history is an important part of American history. Now, we'll give you a little background on why it's missing. You have to understand that uh, there is a ideology to the victors go the spoils and the winners get to rewrite history. And so uh, during the Civil War, you know, as they started, especially in the South, so this is extremely prevalent in the South where I grew up, um, they only wanted history to be written in a way that was favorable and shined a very positive light on Confederate ideals which is interesting to me because the Confederates are losers. So I don't understand why we want to put so much emphasis on the losing side because they ain't win. They were traitors and tried to overthrow this great country and they lost, but they wanted to paint it in a positive light. And one of the biggest lobbying groups of the time was the Daughters of the Confederacy. So whenever you wrote textbooks, it was to the point that you had to get their approval. 
and it got their lobbying power got so strong that you know all these amazing stories during the reconstruction era and all these things that black people did uh they were left out of history books intentionally and it got to the point where the daughters of the confederacy you might as well just go to them first and ask them what's okay to put into the history books but thankfully there are people that are dedicated to uncovering the truth uh dedicated to making sure these stories are remembered in our history it is so true representation matters and if someone is told that their history is you were a slave dr king president obama and that's that it limits what you believe you can be but black people have contributed so much to this country outside of the fact that we built it with free slave labor uh on our backs but outside of that there's such a rich history in this country and i tell you what diversity means something so everybody's story should get told so for that reason we celebrate black history month but i'm sure enough black history 365 and you can find out a lot more all you got to do is say f your couch get up get out and learn something we out